Hey guys, we are Bad Moms in Business. I'm Bridget Robertson. I'm Amanda Sharp. I'm Danielle Monahan. Today we are back and we are here to talk about self-care. We all need a little bit of self-care in our lives, right ladies? Yeah, we do. Yes. So yeah, let's, uh, let's just get right into it. But first, maybe we drop a little uh, chat about our new mugs. Thanks to Miss Bridget over here. Oh my goodness. She said she had a surprise for us and boy did she. Oh my gosh. I'm yes. so obsessed with this cup. She brought so, it. I need to shout out my dear sweet friend that made these for us. Um, her name is Christine. She hi, runs Christine. this. Hi, Christine. Um, she runs this small business out of her home. Um, I have been watching her for a little while now because she makes uh, the coolest stuff, as you can see. Um, I'm going to pull up her business name only because I don't want to get it wrong. Um, because that would stink. There we go. Simply Mad Creations. You can find her on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, she we will link her in all of our yes. description. Yeah, we will link her. She makes the coolest stuff. And so I knew that I needed to reach out to her and get us some personalized coffee mugs. Mm. Um, because speaking of self-care, who doesn't like a nice cup of coffee in the morning? For sure. And, For sure. and I, I don't even know if the camera is doing this justice. Like, I, look at this shine. I know. Oh, look at my, speaking of self-care again, someone needs a manicure. <laughs> now, you know what? And I loved about this and Bridget kind of explained it to me that it has decals on it, but it's not on the surface. It's like under epoxy. And so I just love, like, it's so smooth feeling. I just, I love it. And one of my TikTok people that I follow, she said, and this is so interesting, that if you want to consume more water, put it in a cup that has a straw. Boom. Yes. So I think, talking about self-care, I think Bridget just single-handedly handed me some self-care. Thank you. Ah, I'm so glad. And seriously, I am all about the, the cups with straws. I put cups in straws even for like coffee and stuff like that. Like that's just what I do. It's just, I like it better that way. Um, but also putting it in something that you like, like something yes. that you use. If it's something boring or, which don't get me wrong, I like boring stuff too. But if it's something that I'm not super drawn to, I'm not going to go pick it up. I'm not going to refill it. That's just my life. So It's true. Because I'm going to be like, see my cup. I'm so, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm seriously just so obsessed. This font, stop. I just love it so much. I could talk about it for an entire hour. I love well, it. Like, what a great way to like start our self-care podcast because this was something that like is oh. for self-care. So again, thank you, Bridget. And thank you to your friend because she nailed it. I do want to mention one quick thing that I'm not sure if people quite realize with our logo, with our marketing over on Instagram and stuff. So in case you guys aren't sure, our colors that we use are our favorite colors. So Bridget's is purple, and that's why her cup is purple, and Amanda's is yellow, that's why her cup is yellow, and mine is black, and that's why my cup is black. Like, oh, stop. I'm so, I love it. It's our signature. And if you're seeing us reply, but it's under the, the name of Bad Mom and Business, and we put a heart there, you know who you're talking to. I'm yellow, Danielle's black, Bridget's purple. 
Yeah. So thank you, Apple, for having the heart in all of our favorite colors. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, I think today while we're talking about self-care, it's important to start this with um, self-care doesn't have to be something that is extravagant. It could literally be as simple as drinking water because that is so important to your body. Yes. Uh, so don't feel like if we're talking about things that are potentially outside of your budget or outside of the, the time that you have for yourself, that you're not practicing self-care because it comes in all shapes and sizes and budgets. I completely agree. And to be honest, the things that I personally like to do for self-care, I tend to be a bit of a frugal person. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't do really extravagant things. My hair is not dyed. I don't have my nails done. Like it's just, you know, although I do miss my hair being dyed. I see you all looking at my gray hair. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and on the opposite spectrum, um, I'll spend money on anything. So... <laughs> My self-care often comes in the form of getting my nails done. Although another shout out, if I may, um, <laughs> these are color street. Now I have started to pick them off. This is not representative of the quality. I'm just really excited to put another um, set on, but these are color street and my dear friend, Amanda sells color street and I am obsessed with it. And it's so much cheaper than a salon manicure. And when you get bored, you don't have to go to the salon and sit down and spend 20 minutes getting, you know, the, the polish off. So mm -hmm. that's one of my things. Side note, do, how long do they last? Like, I don't know much about Color Street at all. They'll last a good two weeks. Sometimes you might start to see some wear on the tips, sure. but you can just file it down and it's brand new again. I feel like that happens any anyways, regardless of the type of manicure that you have. So, hmm. yeah. And I think what a great product for this year too, because oftentimes we don't want to be able, you know, to go into the salons right now for whatever reasons, whether we're watching our money because of where we are or, you know, just with the whole pandemic still. So I think that's a wonderful option and not talking about other companies, but it's interesting how some companies are just going to fare out better than others just because their product hits home for a lot of people, literally hits their home. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's true. And with, I, I noticed this summer, there was a particular pattern that I wanted and mm -hmm. Color Street across the board was like sold out because so many women were missing their manicures. Mm -hmm. It was hard to get, but they're, they're back on top of it and I have been able to get everything I've wanted. So if a manicure is something that you love and that's part of your self-care, but you're, like Amanda said, uh, not going into a salon for one reason or another this is a nice option. Cool. Sure. I love it. And I think for a lot of women, their self-care does come in the form of pampering. Yes. And I think that that's a wonderful thing. It's not for me. Um, I'm, I'm not a pampered type of person. That's not where I enjoy spending my time, but I think I'm in the minority there. Prove me wrong, viewers. Prove me wrong. <laughs> so I think I fall somewhere in the middle. So they say that, um, you know, you think of your ideal self, right? And you're, uh, you know, well, I'm going to keep this one dress because, uh, you know, what if I get invited to like some fancy party or something like that? And so that's you thinking of like your ideal self in that dress. And I feel like that with pampering sometimes is like, I so want to be the type of person that goes and gets my nails done, goes and gets my hair done every six weeks, goes and 
I don't know, I can't even think of anything else, but you know what I'm saying? And I just, I so badly want that or like goes for facials and stuff. Like it just sounds so relaxing. Like that's my ideal self, but I don't do it. I'm, I know I'm not going to, I need to give up on that. And that's why I think it's important to, for, for women to understand that it's okay that pampering is not for them. A massage is not for them. Um, so Danielle, what, why don't you give us an idea and then Amanda too, what, what some of your forms of self-care are that aren't expensive or maybe don't even require you to leave the, the house? So I personally like to journal. I think of that as self-care because it makes me feel nice. Um, I don't do it as often as I would like to. I would like to start doing it every day and I, I get in habits with it. I guess I shouldn't say habits because I have it. I would continue it, but I get, I get in little kicks with it where I do it more regularly. And then, you know, something comes up like moving. If you guys can't tell I'm in a different background, I have recently moved. So then you kind of fall off the, the bandwagon with it a little bit. So um, I really like to journal and I really like to do yoga. I kind of do the same thing um, with journaling and yoga. They kind of go hand in hand for me. It's just, I'm a very tightly wound person. I am a very anxious, stressed, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, just, I don't know, all around control freak, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, and so things that I like to do for self-care is just like unwinding, relaxing, getting all the gunk out of my brain and just kind of being present. <laughs> That's what I need to focus on. That's I love super that. Important. Yeah. I love yeah. that. For me, the sound of silence is terrible. So where you can do I that, work. I if I have silence, that's when my stress level goes through the roof. So I tend to pack my day with as much as I can, whether it be a conversation with you guys, talking with Owen, I typically don't have downtime because downtime isn't healthy for me. Mm -hmm. It takes me to a place I don't like. <laughs> hmm. I struggle with that as well. It's something I've struggled with my whole life is I don't like silence. And so even when I'm doing those things, I've, I actually listen to like Zen music and stuff. If I'm not Metallica, like no, <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> I do do that too. That is, I'm telling you, loud music is good for the soul. I promise it's good for my soul anyways. I love it. But um, when, if, if I'm doing something like journaling or if I'm doing my own yoga, like if I'm not watching something on YouTube, I, I like to listen to some sort of like peaceful Zen music because I also don't like straight silence. I, there's something, I don't know. That's I, didn't, I kind of thought I was alone on that. So Danielle, this is something yeah, never that I, like I'm, I'm digging that you're, you're understanding what I'm saying. Cause some people don't understand that a pause can be terrible for some people. Yeah. Got, I got, there's a lot up here, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It'll overrun me words. if I let it. But mm -hmm. I really like that you said it's you're, like your Metallica is good for your soul. And I think that's what self-care is, is discovering what's good for your soul and then doing more of that. For sure. Bridget, besides yeah. your pampering, what else do you like? Or spending money? <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope Chris doesn't listen to this one, right? <laughs> we hope he will. <laughs> So, um, a friend of mine recently gifted me a couple of massages mm. and it has been years 
since I've had a massage. And I've only ever had one in my life other than the two I've just recently had. But I do think that might be something I might keep Mm. up. Um, It's just an hour to relax and unwind. And we have great conversation the whole time. And it's been really, really nice. So I do think I'm going to continue to do that. Uh, Shout out to Balanced Therapeutics in Riverview. And just Uh, a side note, none of this is sponsored by anyone. No, no. We're just digging life today. Yeah, none of this is sponsored. Not at all. I just want to shout out some, you know, moms in business. Lindsay is a mom and Mm -hmm. runs this business and she does a fabulous job. Uh, So I do think that I'll continue to do that. I don't see myself going back and getting a manicure for any reason, because like I said, I love the the color street, but I do like a good pedicure. And honestly, waking up before my kids, which is hard for me because I am not a morning person. I hate it. I have to drag myself out of bed when the alarm goes off. But last week I was getting up 30 minutes early and I was sitting down with the Bible and journaling. And that was really therapeutic for me. It's Tuesday and I haven't done it yet this week, but I'll get there. I'll get there again. But that's, that's one of my other things is, is reading. And I've been really trying to get back into making a habit of reading the Bible. And I, I do too. And I think you hit it though, when you said, you know, last week you needed it, maybe this week you don't need it as much. Like our, what our self-care looks like can adjust. Yeah. It goes in waves, you know, I mean, you just kind of pick and choose. And I'm glad you said the thing about reading too, because I love reading so much. And, you know, I have an 18 month old. It's very hard to sit down and read sometimes, which I try to read before bed, um, most nights. Um, but audible, Mm. Mm-hmm. I love listening to audiobooks, podcasts, all that kind of stuff. You know, shameless plug. That's one thing I love to read. I have loved to read since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. But I, and as much as I love podcasts, and you guys know my obsession with podcasts yeah. cuts deep. Um, but audiobooks, for me, I find my mind wandering and then I. I haven't comprehended anything that's been said. So I do, I do need to sit and read. I struggle. And I wonder if you guys do too. I know there's others that do. I struggle with balancing. Do I want to continue to binge watch this show that I've been watching at night? Or do I want to sit and read a book? And a lot of the time lately TV has been winning and I hate that. Because there's so many studies that say the more TV you watch, the less productive you are, that kind of thing. So I'm really trying to retrain my brain to reach for a book instead of the remote. You know what my thoughts on that? Then they need to stop making binge-worthy shows. Boom. Girl? (laughs) That one's a hard one to, to crack. I am a TV watcher also. And I recently posted on my personal Instagram Um, I think it was Lamborghini. Somebody had interviewed them. I think it was Lamborghini. Somebody had interviewed them of why do you not make commercials like on TV? And they were like, because our target audience doesn't watch TV. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) away now. (laughs) Isn't that funny? Well, and I think it's, it's so true to some degree because I don't, 
sit down and watch a lot of TV. When I put the TV on to actually watch, it's to fall asleep on the couch with. I, I don't, I'm not saying I'm that client that's going to be buying that car by any means, but I, I, I will find a good show and binge watch it maybe on a Saturday morning, but mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm off to the races for, you know, many other things. I do the same thing that I do with audiobooks is I'll just stick I have my my headphone behind me and I just stick the little ear pod in yes. and like I'll watch TV when I'm like doing dishes or vacuuming or you know just doing average run of the mill stuff every day, you know, laundry. Absolutely. And I will say I don't watch live television anymore at all. Oh no, I don't either. Mm-mm. Um it's it's strictly if I can't watch it on my terms, it's not being watched. Same. Honestly, I don't know a lot of people that do watch live TV anymore because so many people have gotten rid of cable yep. that the only thing you watch is on Netflix or Hulu, really. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, and there's some really good shows out on Netflix, and sometimes I put it in the education category. And I learn a little bit something from it. It's diff- It's the same as me reading say, or listening to a self-help book. I could see that. You know, like The Queen's Gambit on Netflix? Ooh, that was amazing. Never heard of it. That's the one she was telling us about. The chess you know, one. The chess player. Oh, and that's I when I was like, it. yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I- it, it, was, it, was, it was very much um, about women's rights. Like it, it was just during a time that was really interesting. And I, I really love diving into just that different time period and the different struggles of where women were and where we are today. Mm. Amazing. That's interesting. Yeah. Maybe I will forget that it's about chess and watch it. <laughs> it's, you know, it's about chess, but really it's about so much more. I really think you would love it and you'd be hooked. And it shows the difference what one person can make in a person's life, how mm. powerful that can be. And that gives you, me chills. That's super interesting. We're just um, fine. <laughs> whatever. Um, but I, have, I have a thought on something that Bridget said about like the um, massages and stuff. So I have never received a massage. I've never, I mean, like Brandon has and stuff, but like I've never went and got a professional massage. They kind of give me the heebie-jeebies. Am I alone in that? Like, just being, like, rubbed by a stranger. Is that weird? Am I weird? No, no, you're not weird. And to be quite honest, I was nervous when I went this last time with someone that I knew because I thought, oh, she's going to see my bare back, which is not cute. And I was super soft, but truly Danielle I was I was totally fine I completely forgot about that insecurity the second it started it was amazing and she was saying as she was like giving me this massage the amount of stress that I am carrying in my back and my neck uh yeah she could also tell that I was dehydrated so (laughs) and that's funny because I said drink plenty of water (laughs) Yeah. And I drank, you know, this much water. And I was like, well, that's more water than I've had all week. So I'm good. Um, I was not good. It's, but I, I, the second time I went, which was yesterday, I, I did hydrate much better and I feel 
10 times better today. Mm-hmm. So it is important to drink your water, turns out. So, I had, oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I had one massage and it was heavenly. Mm-hmm. But I ended up with such a migraine because I did not drink enough water because it like rubs out all of these toxins and stuff. It releases stuff and it's just like my body couldn't process it. And so that's when I heard like if you drink all that water, it helps flush that out and that'll help become avoided. But oh my gosh, it was so good. But it's expensive. I... It is, but I, I think Lindsay's prices are really good compared to- And I'm sure to, they are. No, and I, don't, I know that you're not saying that, but I've, the other massage I had was at like a bigger spa mm-hmm. and they did charge significantly more, almost 50% more. Oh, wow. And so I find that Lindsay's prices are super fair. And in fact, we, maybe we can link Lindsay here too if there's others that are interested in the Downriver area um, here in Michigan. But yeah, and it it was super relaxing, super nice, and I'm excited to go again. Well, and I guess it comes down to what is the price of self-care for Mm. our bodies. So if someone's budgeting for that, that makes a difference for them. There is no price limit. I mean, the sky's the limit with self-care in my opinion. For sure. Yeah, that's super interesting. What are you willing to spend on yourself to better happy or your life or yeah your your outlook i would bet 90 percent of our viewers and again prove me wrong would say i don't spend money on my self-care and i should but they wouldn't hesitate to spend that money on self-care for their kids or their spouse mm-hmm. why do we do that to ourselves because we always come last that's what we do right 100 percent. 100 percent And I guess I want to add to the point to some of my self-care ritual is just keeping certain people out of my life. (laughs) Ah! And that's free, isn't it? And that's free. (laughs) I am frugal. I'm there with Danielle. Um, And I certainly, as a mature woman, know what brings me into a zone that isn't safe for my mental state and what's us. And family members, in addition to friends, can be in that same lane of toxicity. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. You know that I, I, have, a, uh, I have the same. <laughs> I have a very similar feeling about that. There are some people that are not meant to be in your life, and that's just that. And that's not saying anything about them in a negative way other than during this season, they just don't fit into my season. Because I have to be careful what I have on my plate. It's also, you know, I might not be good for them, just like they're not good for me. Yeah. It it can go both ways. Mm, I refuse to believe that anybody would think that I'm not good for their (laughs) There's our Bridget. (laughs) As like 40 people are turning this off right now. (laughs) I know we haven't really shared this with our viewers, Bridget, but... Bridget and I are actually family. Yes. So she's one of the family members I haven't (laughs) gotten rid of. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm the outcast here. Ever. Ever. And we should, should we say that we're, we're related by marriage, not by blood, but truly that does not matter. Amanda is my cousin. Yes. Like through and through. Through and through. 
And I am related to you guys by friendship and love. A thousand percent. You're our chosen family. And and what I'm about to say in no means is meant to make any family member feel bad. But as you get older and you have friends come into your life, I mean, I know I'm so much closer to so many friends than I am my personal family. And that's, that's not saying anything bad. It's just when you can choose the people who you jive with so well, it just is so nice. It is. It's relieving, you know, it's yes. just, it's kind of lifted off your back. It's natural. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, it does, fe- it's one of those things that does feed my soul. I agree. Mm. Mm. And babies. Babies also feed my soul. <laughs> my little Watson, he is just, oh, gosh. I could just spend every second of every day with him. And I, I'm pretty close to that. <laughs> but he's just so good. Oh, geez. I just love him. He is How my- is he handling the, the transition, the move? He's done really well. He's having a ball here. I think he thinks that we are at Mom, Mom and Pop, Pop, Pop Pop's house, um, but he's having a ball. He's, he's loving life. It's been really good. Moving is the worst thing ever. Speaking of like anti-self-care, moving is not fun for anybody. This is not a fun time. It's been so terrible. I actually don't mind unpacking. Okay, so this is, the, let's give people a little um, insight into Danielle. Ooh. Self-care thing that costs no money, but it's something that I am really bizarre and I really like to do. I like to organize, and I know that that is so weird, but I like to micro-organize. Like, I'm talking every drawer, every closet, everything to just be, I want every single item in this house to have a home. That's just the way I am. And so I love to organize and reorganize and get everything out of its place and just look at it all and then figure out what you want, what you don't want, and then put it back. And it's, it's she's so amazing. I mean, um, our Danielle, I love you so much. You are not invited to my house. (laughs) (laughs) I've already been over. (laughs) No, I know you have. Now, listen, I like a clean home. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I am not afraid to close a closet door and walk away from it and pretend like it doesn't exist. Now, when I reopen that door, do I hate my life and do I want to burn my house down? (laughs) Yes. But I, and this is where, uh, sometimes I, I I think maybe I have a little too much self-care, uh, because I would, I'd prefer to lay on the couch than to clean a closet. Now I can't relax if the house mm-hmm. th- that you can see is is a disaster. I can't live like that. But if out of sight, out of mind, I'm laying on that couch. See, it's not out of sight, out of mind. If I know that that closet is messy, which we have a lot of messy going on since we're moving, and it's it's just right here. You know, it's been one day to our listeners. Eating away at me. It's like you better. You should. You should go do that right now. I mean. We're up until like midnight every day, just like (laughs) putting things away and trying to reorganize stuff. And like when we moved, we didn't move from, um, you know, like house to house. Like it wasn't a one to one ratio, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so like we had to refigure out where everything Mm -hmm. was going to go. And it's just been, it's been a, it's been a bizarre transition, but we're getting there and that's fun. 
I like putting stuff away. You should see my bookshelf. I love her. Oh, oh she's pretty. Do you, can you show it? I mean, there's stuff in front of it. I don't know. Isn't my whole thing going to get all shaky? I love your color coding. Oh, look at that. Now, if you guys are listening, Mm. if you guys are listening, Danielle has organized her bookshelf according to color. Um, Is it, is it Roy G. Biv? Is it the rainbow? It's not quite Roy G. G. Biv, but it's, you know, it it goes, because I like to do like lightest books to to darkest Mm -hmm. or darkest to lightest. So at the old house, I went from black all the way down through the colors to white. And so this house, I switched it up and I did the white at the top. So it just goes from like white to like cream to yellow to orange to red, you know, all that. Would you, I I know that you on your personal Instagram shared a photo of it. So maybe you can post it in our uh, podcast Instagram page Mm -hmm. for people who might be your level of insane and want to maybe do something like that. (laughs) Or level of (laughs) self-care. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that everyone cares for themselves in different ways. (laughs) I take no offense to it. I also realize I have too many books. So something that is driving me a little nuts, see, this is like that whole, it's not out of sight, out of mind, is I had too many white books to fit and like mm-hmm. for all of my books to fit properly on this shelf or on this bookshelf. And so I have books, like white books that are tucked behind the other white books, Perfect. like the TV, and that drives me bananas. I'll plug our current um, book club book that we're reading, Untamed. Yes. And I don't know if you've noticed, but the color of it is a beautiful like rabbit egg blue and I was like I'm gonna have to get rid of this jacket because this is gorgeous it's gorgeous seriously gorgeous I'm sad that I'm listening to it on audible (laughs) you know let's talk about that so I have been reading part of our accountability that we're doing with each other which I love doing this is part of our business self-care is we do accountability with each other. And I have committed to listening to podcast again, but business podcast. And everyone says successful people read. Mm-hmm. And I listen, but I don't read. And so I had a choice and you guys had said it was, it was basically an easy read. So I said, you know what, I'm going to take the risk and I'm going to actually order the book. Um, because I want to be successful and actually read, <laughs> but it really is an easy read. It's deep, yeah. but it's easy to read. And I'm glad you said that because I'm, I'm hoping that the people who are reading or listening along with the, the book club book this month, um, if you're still considering it right now, we're recording on Tuesday. So it's only the 10th of November. Mm-hmm. This book is little essays and mm-hmm. it's, Super, super easy to get through. So it is not too late to start uh, if you wanted to join us on this. And it is so far excellent. And we hope that you do join us. Um, you know, we're going to be doing probably a Facebook Live, Instagram Live, maybe something along those lines towards the end of the month where we're going to be discussing the book, what we liked, what we didn't like, different questions, stuff like that. But we hope that you guys will partake, maybe even if you didn't get a chance to finish the book or anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe you would still join us and, um, or maybe if you were interested in the book, maybe you would, uh, be interested in chatting with us. We wanted to do it live so we can, you know, involve you guys in the process as well. Yeah. And, and you know what I just thought of, sorry, Amanda, not to cut you off, but, um, if there's someone who is listening to it and maybe you wanted 
to grab the book, but COVID and maybe your budget just doesn't allow for that. I would be happy to share my copy when I'm done with it. So maybe you wouldn't be able to participate uh, live as we're doing it. But once we're finished with it, I would be happy to send my copy along to someone. I would also second that offer because once I'm done with the book, it's seldom that I pick it back up. So I would rather bless it forward yeah. um, because it's it's really good. And I, I feel like if you're listening and yes, we're saying it's November 10th and it, you might feel like you're running out of time, but you really, in my opinion, I feel like you could read half of it and not miss a beat of what we're going to talk about yep. because each individual story sometimes is only three pages long and it's just that powerhouse nugget to make you feel something. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, send us so a message cool. if you're one of the, if you're someone who's listening that, um, would like a copy of the book, send us just a private message on either our Instagram or our Facebook business page or group page, and we will make sure that we get that book out to you. So I'm sorry that I seem so distracted. I, this is real life, guys. This is just real life. My dog is in the neighbor's yard. Oh, cool. A little escape artist because this is a new fence, and so he is finding all the nooks and crannies, so... BRB, continue without me, guys. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is real life indeed. I mean, all would agree we need to get dogs. <laughs> yes. And who, who listening cannot identify with the fact that I'm in the middle of something, but oh gosh, this other emergency, this other fire has <laughs> popped up that I need to go put out. Well, and I just will be curious when she comes back to get the answers of my many questions. One being, neither one of her dogs are small. One being very large. How on earth did they fit out of the fence? That's what well, my Lupin, mind wants to know. <laughs> Lupin is small. Lupin might have been able to squeeze through. That's true. It, I, it better be Lupin. <laughs> Could you admit? So for those that don't know, uh, Danielle has two dogs. One's name is Lupin and he's a little guy. And then she has, is it a greyhound? Yeah. But a, a full, greyhound. big like, size. Big. Yes. Not the miniature that's, ones. That's Kane. Um, just airing all her dirty laundry. Her social security number is. <laughs> this is what happened when you leave us, Danielle. You, you add so much security to our podcast <laughs> with your planability. <laughs> As I suck down my apple juice. Mm-hmm. Again, these are so fantastic. I love them. Thanks again for those. You're um, awesome. No, I... I I love self-care topic and I know we've talked about some other things, but it all relates to, you know, the self-care. And I do just think it's so, oh, she's back. It was Lupin. Was I told Lupin? you. Lupin. That was very fast that so you rescued him. Well, he was in the neighbor's fenced in yard. So he must, there must be a weak spot between the two fences. Did you, yes. did you meet your new neighbor because of this? Oh, not yet. I still haven't met them. So Danielle army crawled over, said, Lupin, come here. And then, <laughs> then ran back. So he escaped into a, another fenced in yard. <laughs> Bless his heart. And I'm waiting for the moment where Kane realizes. So I have a giant greyhound and then I have like, we're assuming he's a small greyhound, like a, an, an Italian greyhound. I think he's part chihuahua. We don't really know. But I'm waiting for Kane, our, our big greyhound, to realize that he can clear this fence in two seconds because we have deer sleeping in our backyard now. And <sighs> oh. Anyways, sorry, guys. That's okay. <laughs> Real life. And those dogs are self-care. Let's talk about our dogs. And 
They are, I will say my dogs, I know your dogs drive you a little bit up the wall, Bridget. I think all of our dogs do, but man, having that man's best friend, oh, it feeds me. I do. I love my dogs so much. I am such a, a pet lover. I mean, we, Brandon and I have had dogs for long before we had Watson and they just, they're my little babies and we have two boys and they just, I just love them. They do drive me absolutely up a wall, but I love them so much. <laughs> you know, I love mine too. So Otto is a miniature dash hound. He is going to be 13 next month. Um, and he is the epitome of an old man. He's the sweetest, nicest dog, but his hearing is very selective. Yeah. And he, Ariel is on an invisible fence, but Otto, because he's so little and because he's so old, we weren't going to do that to him. And he typically stays, except he now realizes that Ariel can't go outside of that border. Like he's figured that out. And so he will go just outside of it and then run up and down, like, come on, come get me, come get me. Or uh, we have coyotes in our neighborhood. Someone posted a picture, and I'm not kidding, of a coyote that is so big Mm. walking on the sidewalks in our subdivision, just like he belongs there, like he was just grabbing the mail and heading back home. And Otto the other night, the night that this coyote was just out, I let him outside. It's 10 o'clock at night. It's pitch black in my subdivision. I let him out and I have my flashlight on my phone, like on him so I can see him. And I looked at him and I said, Otto, come on. And this dog looked at me and ran. And I mean, ran full out ran to the front of the house. And so I had to chase through the yard. I stepped in his poop and <laughs> grab him to save his life from a coyote. And we, we've all heard Ariel. She's a chocolate lab. She'll be two in March. She is the bane of my existence. Um, I wow. love her. <laughs> I love her. But my gosh, she is so difficult. So difficult. She respects my husband. She has no respect for me or I my authority. You, I saw your post today about how she takes the shoe and just like shakes it so aggressively as soon as she gets out of the cage I crack her cage is in the basement because she barks when she gets put in her cage at first so I put it in the basement to to dampen the noise and she flies out of that cage runs to the back door grabs the first shoe she can find and then runs through the house until you let her outside you can't catch her Mm. Well, in mine are the old man back there, Billy the Minpin, who's 13, no, 15 and a half. Wow. He's going to be 16. I know, right? He's lived a good life. That's what, where you'll find him most of the time. And then Harry, the Chihuahua, is behind my chair, living the life. And then Dexter, the German Shepherd's over, tiptoeing. You can probably hear him through the podcast, tiptoeing on the kitchen floor. Yeah. No. Bridget got to meet um, Dexter today while she dropped off my amazing oh, mug. I fun. did meet Dexter and he had little cotton balls in his ear. <laughs> Why? So full disclosure, I say if Dexter would have been born wild, he would have been eaten day one because he's not good at being a dog. He has 
food allergies. He has a constant runny nose. He just is kind of a um, interesting dog. And so he gets ear infections. So I have to give him like salmon oil and I have to put drops in his ears. And so I put drops in his ears and I put like cotton balls. They'll keep, like, keep it in there because otherwise he'll shake it all out. So Bridget came and he had his cotton balls in his ears. So he looks <laughs> like this. It's a German shepherd with cotton balls in his ears with a runny nose and just looking all silly. And that's Dexter. You are speaking to my soul. So the dog that we had before we got Kane and Lupin, which we had Buddha, he was an English bulldog and he had, he was allergic to everything. He was allergic to wheat. He was allergic to grass, like literally grass chicken, you name it. He was allergic to everything. He had constant issues with his ears. So I have been there a hundred times, a thousand times over. Oh my gosh. You're taking me way back. It's so crazy. And we do it. All of my dogs would not survive in the wild. Mm -hmm. 100%. They are so, (laughs) I don't even know what the word is. (laughs) They're just so sad. When we, uh, when we were building our house, we were living with Chris's grandparents and they live in the country and Otto and our former dog, Oliver, they're both miniature dash hounds got out, got loose and someone called animal control because they were gone. Like I, I couldn't find them. Someone called animal control. Oliver came back, but Otto was just gone and I called animal control and they said, oh yeah, he's here. I got, go to pick him up, and this dog was living in the lap of luxury at Animal Control. The guy comes out, and he said, yeah, he's been just – I've been holding him the whole time he's been here. He's washed dishes with me. Uh, he doesn't He doesn't leave my, my arms. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, and when I'm sure Animal Control can spot a domestic dog that has been – broken free for whatever reason compared to a stray. So I'm sure when they get that lovable dog, it makes their job easy. They just have to love on them in the transition. Oh my goodness. What Billy used to get away when he was little, he was the worst pup. I say raising Owen, my child was a thousand times easier than raising that dog as a puppy. I'm right there with you. Oh, he used to run away and it, he only would come home because somebody was trying to catch him to bring him back. And he would run home like, mom, someone's trying to kidnap me. <laughs> These dogs. So we, we started as self, self-care and now we're talking about our amazingly bad dogs. <laughs> we should do a whole episode on our dogs. I could talk for days about my dogs. I could too. I have stories for days on those bad dogs. And Bridget in her short time with Ariel can too. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. We failed out of uh, obedience class the first time around. I mean, truly, she's a bad dog. She's a bad dog. Um, bad moms. Yeah, bad moms, bad dogs. Listen, it's all relative. So I kind of am interested to know what our listeners and our viewers do for self-care. So I'm hoping that after you listen, you will leave a comment either on Instagram or Facebook and tell us what you do, because maybe it's something that we can adopt, or Mm -hmm. maybe it's something that another mom can adopt. If there's a mom listening that thinks, I don't do anything for self-care. Uh, we'd love to give some options for 
for those who are looking to add that into their daily routine or weekly routine. Yeah, for sure. And I think when we discussed this topic, I really had to think hard, like, what is my self-care? I really didn't think I had any. And so I feel like we all do. We just have to identify it because it might just not look that traditional, fit in that traditional box per se. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. I think we all do some form of self-care. It's just everybody's looks different. We are all different human beings. What makes your soul happy? Yep. And the importance is that we just do it. Whatever is right for us, we at least do the bare minimum for ourselves. And it's okay to do that. Yeah. You know, I mean, you are allowed to take time for yourself. We always, you know, are are doing everything that we can being moms, being working moms and stuff, but it's okay to put yourself first sometimes. Mhm. You can't pour from an empty cup, isn't that what they say? Yes. That's what they yes, say. Yes, yes. Follow me for more inspiration. Project <laughs> <laughs> your quotes and repeat them <laughs> I feel well, like I, I mean is that a way to like finish up this podcast of Bridget's like her little exits that she gives us Bridget, Bridget <laughs> pour from an empty cup boom see you next week <laughs> <laughs> no but I I do think um I do think it's important and I think if you are someone who might look at it as selfish mm. stop that stop yeah. it Ooh. now Stop it. It's important to take care of yourself. It is. So what is our Bridget? Speaking of our Bridget-isms, what is our B blank for the week? Um, well, I have a word if you can't think of one. Ooh. I, yeah, tell me. Tell me. Be selfish. Woo! Woo! Mister, you did it. Killed it. You nailed it. You nailed it. Be selfish, even if it's for... 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Be selfish. Be selfish. I love it. I think that's an excellent way to wrap this up. As always, I'm going to say, please find us on Instagram, find us on Facebook. We are Bad Moms in Business. You can listen to the podcast anywhere you might listen to your favorite podcasts. Mm-hmm. And if you are listening, please, please, please. Uh, leave us a review, subscribe. It really does help. It matters. And we are looking forward to catching you again next week. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.